Rocks, Jay and Dunk. If you haven't gone to the Rock Drive Instagram or Facebook page, there's a post up there that we got sent uh, yesterday afternoon that said, have a go. Have you guys seen this? And some poor bloke had been going around the roundabout and hadn't hooked his boat on properly. And it's just sitting just outside the roundabout in, uh, in Bayfair. Yeah, so it's basically the roundabout. If you're familiar with the area, it's a roundabout that has Bayfair on one side. I think it has uh, like a liquor land on the other side. And then the golf course and uh, the little mini part driving range scenario on the other side. So I'm guessing from what I can gather that this person has come out of Matapihi and uh, just really slingshotted the boat off the back. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's snapped the hook, but there's no stay chain on it. It's just gone. <laughs> and a, it's not a bad looking boat. Oh I know, but it's a perfect boat. Like a good wee boat. The um, I mean, what you what do you reckon? Conservatively maybe twenty five, thirty grand's worth of boat? Uh, 22, yeah. at a guess, I reckon, 22. Um, there's some good comments on the Facebook page saying, I hope that was a boomer that had one of those um, number plates around that said, if you can see this, I've lost my boat. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else, because it's in Bayfair, someone else said, oh, to be fair, he isn't a bay. He is, he's a bay. <laughs> and that is an incredibly busy roundabout with a lot of roadworks on at the moment. So it is good. a main arterial route. It would have absolutely crushed traffic. Biggest blowout you've seen on New Zealand roads, which is what we want to take calls on 0800 rock phone you can text 3520 as well once uh, not a huge blowout but i was driving um in a sweet uh lemon yellow mitsubishi mirage 1987 behind a four-wheel drive at 100k and i was kind of close not super close and the four-wheel drive in front of me rear tire blew out of it and it was like the movies it just shredded straight off the rim flew up in the air and i'm looking at driving along of course it's the tire that's blown out that's floating in the air is moving forward as well and i'm going I wonder if they'll land on me. <laughs> if you're thinking that, chances are high. <laughs> I'm looking at it coming down, I'm like, you should start braking, Dunk. <laughs> also, stop talking to yourself in your head because you're about to get smoked. <laughs> you're, like the, you're like the weed ad that they put on TV. <laughs> I was, it was like that. And um, yeah, hit the picks and it landed right in front of the car. Some gnarly stuff happens. Mate, we were doing the Ride Forever courses, uh, traveling around New Zealand, working with ACC and uh, the Land Transport Safety Authority. No, it's not that, is it? It's something else. In, in, no, anyway, um, some of the following distance for a motorcycle, it's important to increase because they gave the example of um, somebody that was carrying a mattress on the roof of their car and it literally just stood up in the middle of the motorway and a bike just hit it straight away. <laughs> I mean, in terms of soft landing, you'd be like, oh, you'd be pretty keen to hit a, be pretty keen to hit a mattress. I yeah, no, it'd still hurt hitting a mattress at 100 clicks. Because <laughs> all like it would do is jam the jam your front wheel and you just cartwheel off down the road. <laughs> what have you seen? Um, give us a text, 3520, give us a call, 0800 Rock Phone. Um, plenty of people still cruising around, still on holiday. NZTA, New Zealand Transport Authority. Whatever, mate, no one cares. This is Villainy <laughs> Cut on the Rock of Changing. <laughs> I chat about uh, blowouts you've seen on the New Zealand roads off the back of that boat that came off uh, some joker's trailer at Bayfair and Tauranga and sort of just left it just outside a very busy roundabout. Um, and we have it on good authority uh, from Ben at Mad Sounds. Uh, they jumped up on the picnic table to see what was happening because they heard it. Uh, that the bloke came back 15, 20 minutes later and you know, <laughs> cops sort of shut the road down a little bit for him to winch it back onto the trailer. Must have made a bit of noise for the boys at Mad Sounds to hear it. They used the sounds pump out of that joint. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the boys was actually sitting in, the, sitting in the car underneath Kyber Pass in Auckland about to go onto the motorway, for those of you that know it. Uh, I was hassling his missus about not being able to drive a manual properly. And, uh, just it's always as a, a fun argument. Yeah, classic. And just as the light went green, she 
bunny hopped and stalled it, only to have a tandem axle concrete pumping trailer sail straight past the front of their bonnet and <gasps> smash into the wall. Like, if, if she'd actually got going, they probably would have been taken out. But what had happened is, you know, the one of those classic Land Cruiser double cab ones that all the concrete pumpers had? Yeah. It had unhitched, broken the stay chain, and just sailed down the outside lane straight through oh. the lights and into the wall. Good stuff, though. It's like, is it the movie, the Final Destination movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that. Go buy yourself a lotto ticket and then lose it. Uh, hey, Donna here, who's always with us grooving along in the tractor. I've seen a single axle caravan going around the Queen Charlotte Sounds have a blowout and smash to pieces in front of us. <laughs> there is nothing putting, there is nothing holding the caravan together. Jeez, they're flimsy, aren't they? It's all your like your, all your holiday stuff just getting catapulted into the Queen <laughs> Charlotte Sound. Garage sailed down the road. Uh, well, oh well, we have to get some more stuff next Christmas. Sorry, guys, we're going to do a U-turn and go home. I'm going to call this text back. Uh, this looks real good. G'day, Big Johnson speaking. G'day, Big Johnson. It's Big D. Oh, how are you, big fella? No, oh, not bad, mate. Not bad yourself. Yeah, good, mate. Right, what did you see? Um, so I don't know if you've seen that video that went viral not long ago of that dirty AU Falcon ramming that top car at the bottom of the climb was in. Oh, just a classic Ford versus Holden battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was actually, yeah. I think it's had like a million views or something now, but... um. I was sitting my dick and he came flying past. I was like, Jesus, he's all up. And then um, this cop car was right behind him. And then he came back again and they sort of boxed him in. And he, yeah, just slapped it in reverse and nailed this cop car at about 60 or 70 k's. And everybody totaled the front of it. Oh. But the funny thing is, I didn't catch this on video, but when he went forward again after he'd rammed the cop car, they had jumped out to go under the boot to get their assault rifles on him. Yeah. And then he started reversing it again. And they. They sort of must have freaked out and ran off behind the car and jumped the fence. But what they didn't realise, they left the cop car and drive. So while they're running off after it's been rammed, this cop car starts driving by itself. <laughs> off into the side and through the farmer's fence. Oh, man, it's a shit show. What an absolute <laughs> cluster. Better work stories, everyone. Hey, Hiring you, now. <laughs> were, you, were you putting in the Weybridge or whatever in the turn off to Hamilton and, yeah, and straight through yeah. to yeah. Matamata? Yeah, man, yeah. Oh, good Jeez, that's good stuff. You get any, do you get anything when your video gets a million views? Um, yeah, so this this uh, licensing place called Viral Hog in America, so they distribute all the content for like ridiculousness and all those comedy shows, isn't it? Mm, wicked. And they and they go around and yeah, they email me and they they license your video and you get I think it's US two hundred dollars per second of uh, airtime on TV, depending on the um on the show. Man. So, yeah, I didn't really so I just wasn't too bothered. I was like, nah, it's all good, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You were the so shittest you, negotiator so you turned, all time. So you turned down Viral Hog. <laughs> yeah, well, at the start, well, I'm not too tech savvy, you see, and I was like, Jesus, this is some sort of scam. Like, scam is like, <laughs> some money in. <laughs> you freaking fat, like, it's Mate, so good. Sitting up there in your big yellow, your big yellow castle with a digger bucket on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> now showed me, mate, and he said the same thing. He's like, "You're an effing idiot." Eh? <laughs> oh, geez, that's a good yarn. Hold there, we'll get you a prize. That's a good giggle. <laughs> Cheers, Big Johnson. You're you big, have a good weekend, Big Johnson. <laughs> oh, geez, that's good stuff. Oh, mate, that is great stuff. Jay and Tuck. Apparently, Lotto's still looking for that seventeen million dollar uh, ticket holder from the Twizel store. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that went into a pocket and a pair of boardies and someone did some wicked-ass mangadies and it has dissolved in that pocket. 
that are just oh, <laughs> it's a tough pill to swallow that one, isn't Mate, it? You know how many tickets would have been sold in Twizzle? Hazard a guess. How many over that week or no? It's not even a week. It's like four days. I reckon I'd say three thousand. Producer Jackson. Wow, well, no, the population swells because of the lakes around there. Yeah, but who's the buying break. tickets? Yeah, yeah, good point. Mate, I reckon it's under that. I reckon you've got a 1 in probably 1,500 chance of they, having 17 I don't mil. Know, I don't know how, how they're going to find them, though, because it'll be, you know, small town New Zealand, I'm assuming they just have, like, um, 24... It'll be linked to a transaction, so unless it was cash, then it's probably... Yeah, but if they, I'm saying, like, uh, if they had security footage, I feel like, that you know, two day, two, three days max and just start it again. <laughs> Like <laughs> it's good. It sits there for like you're better 12 off months, it doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you if you don't have the ticket, you don't have the ticket. You're better Ooh. off not finding out. Like you, if you you know, oh, I bought one, but it probably wasn't me. It's better than finding out and saying you coked it. Because if your ticket's destroyed, you don't get it, right? Even if there's no. proof of you buying it, you're still gonna have your ticket to swipe it. Yep. <laughs> it's probably a tourist classic. Seventeen million. How how cute. <laughs> you, um, I don't know how we got into this before the show, but we're chatting about oh, we're chatting about the lotto thing and then having money and you can buy what you want. And then Jay said, "How about this though? You have a national day every year where you mm. just get to steal something that you want, um, but it, you've got to know the person you're stealing it off. You've got yeah, that's the that's the kicker. It's because then you have to like you obviously you're not sort of one of those. It's like a drinking game when you're nominating a whole bunch of drinks." And everyone sort of looks to the side and doesn't want to get eye contact with you. This is the mate that has the coolest stuff. And I was thinking, what? Man, my mates. I've got lots of mates that've got cool stuff. I've got mates that've got helicopters. Can you steal from work? Yeah. I reckon there'd be a certain satisfaction about lifting something from this building. Nah, you know, but you, you, know, you only get one shot a year, so you might as well make it count. Yeah, I do. What like, are you going to pinch from here, though? No, no, the sign tall post beside Brad's nah. desk. No, not nah. good enough. No. Okay, I'm going to steal my mate's house. <laughs> Naked Dazzers? <laughs> he's got a good, yeah. He's, he's got a he's got a bar house. inside it. Yeah. Um, what was yeah, mate? I've, I've I know a bloke that's got a charger. What year? That'd no, be sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Yeah, that's the one you want. Steal that. Good oh, call. That's wicked. It's got a personalised black plate. that says Hemi. Uh, once again, <laughs> that is sick. I know, and it's black. Once again, if you have purchased a lotto ticket <sighs> uh, and you were down there, maybe check it or definitely check it. How good is it now? Because I I do a lot of my lotto ticket buying when I was buying them online, and now you actually see people winning first division online ticket holders. Mm. For ages, I was like, I I reckon it's a bit of a ploy. Numbers drop down. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> oh, they've gone online. Jay and Dunk. The Rock. Have you ever wondered where all those old sayings, you know, they say, someone has a saying and you go, what? That doesn't even really make any sense. Once upon a time, it did. I'll give you an example. People used to tan uh, animal skins with urine, Ew. and they were generally quite poor families, so they used to have a pot that they would all urinate into, and then they would uh, take that to the tannery and sell it to the tannery. Um, so if you were to do this, and that was how you sub- survived, you were considered to be piss poor. Oh, stop yeah. it. And if you were more povo than that, uh, you were thought to be um, so poor that you didn't even have a pot to piss in. Stop it. Hey. These are good. Keep going like okay. these. Um, a lot of people used to get married in June because back in the day they only took a bath once a year and that was in May. Back in um, the day. Yeah, I'm going way back. Way, way, way back. Um, and by May they still smelt okay. Uh, so by June they still smelt okay. However, since they were starting to get a little bit hummy, uh, the the brides would carry a bouquet of flowers to mask the fact that they hadn't bathed in quite some time. You're kidding me! No, so 
So that's, that's why they have bouquets of flowers. That's where a bouquet of flowers came for getting married. On the topic of baths, uh, they used to consist of, the once a year bath would consist of a tub being filled with hot water. Obviously, big dog, first one in the bath, the man of the house. Uh, and that was followed by every other man. Uh, and then young men, uh, the sons, then the women, and then finally the children. Uh, and then after the children, and you can imagine how, how grim yeah. this water was looking, last person in the bath were babies. By then, the water was so dirty that you couldn't even see them, and there was a possibility of losing a baby in the bath, hence the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. I don't know if I've heard that saying before. You never heard, it? Never heard, never no. heard that before? Don't no, throw the baby out with the bath water? Jeez, that's grim. Uh, yeah, I've got another one for you. Houses had thatched roofs back in the day. There was basically straw piled high, and uh, they had no wood underneath them. It was the only place the animals could get warm. So, uh, all the cats and other small animals, mice and stuff, they lived in the roof. And when it rained, that thatching became slippery, and the cats and the dogs would fall out of the thatching, and that's why it would be raining cats and dogs. Jeez, that's a good what one. Want another one? Yeah. Want another one? Go on. Okay, I will then. Um, the the houses had dirt floors, and only the wealthy had something other than dirt. They would normally have um, like a, a marble. Um, so if you were if you were poor and you didn't have a marble floor, you were considered to be dirt poor. That was like your state of housing. And then the rich people had uh, these marble floors, and then when it rained, it would get slippery, so they'd throw down some straw, which was thresh, basically. It's called threshing when you thresh mm-hmm. the straw. And that would add, um, that would add a little bit of, bit, of, bit of grip there. So you keep piling it up and piling it up until you actually got some grip, and that's where the saying threshold came from. Because you got some hold while you were walking on it. If you don't know, no, no, no. Jay and Dunks drive home. I went to Bunnings this morning. Uh, You've been doing a bit of DIY. Got my Bunnings trade card now. Ooh! Yeah. I think they call that the power pass. Um, I don't know. I didn't save that much of my concrete. I was wasn't, that, a, wasn't that powerful? <laughs> I don't know water enough, I don't think. Um, I was uh, doing a concrete pad for my compost bin. Um, which is great. That's all done, ready to go now. Now the rat's going to stop eating all my buddy compost. And today was a good day as well. Isn't it just a great day when you go to Mitotino Bunnings and they're doing a sausage sizzle on a weekday? Oh. That's kind of like a mini lotto for me. I'm like, oof, I'll be grabbing two of you on the way out and a Coke Zero. Shaka bra, living my best life. Did you drag it through the garden and chuck some wheels on it? That's when you get the, that's everything that they've got there put on it and then take away. Oh, every every time. <laughs> every time. Would you like onions? Yes. Oh, ask yourself. The reason I bring this up, though, I've got a bone to pick with bunnies. So, mm-hmm. I feel like they make it, me feel like I've stolen from them when I go in there. If you buy something oh. from bunnies, every time when you go out of there, you've literally just been at the counter, you've paid for it, you've got your receipt, and then you try and walk out past the person standing at the door and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. What have you got there? Show us your receipt there, buddy. And then they stamp your receipt and they look through what you're carrying. Now, being um, picking up the concrete, I drove the Suburban in there and then chucked the, all my stuff that I needed for it in the back of the Suburban. And then uh, I, and I had a bit of timber on the roof and stuff as well. Um, and then I said to him, I was like, "What? here's what I've got sort of thing. He's like, oh, yeah. Open your boot up. And I was like, what? I've literally just paid for it. It was all on the trolley. I walked past you like 30 seconds ago. He's like, don't know what else is in there. So then he like... I had to open up the back of the Suburban and then he looked so it in there. customs. Yeah, and then I also had an old sink in there too and then he looked at the old sink to make sure it wasn't one that I just whipped off the shelf. I was like, 
Oh, this well, is... they do say. I mean, this is the this is the rationale behind it. Bunnings is originally an Australian company. Australian full of untrustworthy... Australia's Convicts. Full of untrustworthy people. Secondly, you're driving a tinted American vehicle and you have a beard. You basically tick every single box for the Bunnings customs people and to I've pull got you a big, up. And I've got a big nose and wear sunglasses, so I look out like a, 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 the real version of a disguise. <laughs> No, but serious question. If you work at Bunnings, what's the rationale behind that? Are you, uh, does Bunnings lose that much stock off the shelves to people shelving it? Or, mm. like, because you literally walk around, there's cameras everywhere, and then you're standing there paying for it. Or, like, what is it? I don't, it must be losing stock from people nicking stuff from them. I don't know. There's a, the, the, local, I, I the local bloke it. at my one is a super friendly guy. Super friendly guy. We'll we'll do the same shakedown, but with a smile, so you actually feel like you've just had a great personal interaction with someone. Yeah, hey, what have you got on there, bud? Hey, kiss a look at that. Yeah, what are you up to? very unusual to have that in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> Great human interaction yeah. with someone that actually wants to talk to you. Jay and Dunk's drive home. Wow, congratulations, Duncan Hyde. We've been here, been back for one week, and you've already managed to... Uh, well, drum up yourself a broadcasting standards complaint. Thanks, well, mate. mate. I didn't, no, for the record, yes, I did say sorry. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Did you get any... If, hang on, if I say sorry and then later I say I didn't think it was that bad, does that, that undermine my apology? completely wipes your apology. You'll probably be in for another one no. next week. No, no, no. Well, let me finish. Okay, no, no, no. So those that, that missed it, basically Duncan said that girls can't cut cheese straight, that they have weak wrists, no, uh, no, they are no. an inferior sex to <laughs> men, and that... Uh, did you get any supporting evidence from any females um, to, to, to showcase the fact that they didn't uh, have the ability to do this. There was one uh, lone person on my Instagram, and she was like, "See," and but <laughs> <laughs> massive own goal was it? Oh, I said, "Hey, look, <laughs> you've given it a crack, and I appreciate that." <laughs> yes, it's straight, but the piece of cheese she cut off had its own shadow. It was so thick. Oh man, I reckon that's cheating. If you can't cut a normal size slice, then what are we I talking? Don't think you can claim you've done it. Are we going for three mil? For more. It well, had its own shadow, so it's at least four or five mil. So that's a hectic bit of cheese to have on a Sammy. What is the official cheese slice thickness? Oh, you don't want to be going any more than three. <laughs> Might as well just chew straight off the block if you're going any more than three. Just slap it in a bowl, microwave for ten minutes, and chip and dip your sandwich. <laughs> so. I'm thinking I might do this again. Okay. Uh, here's another outlandish statement to piss people off in 2020. <laughs> There's a real serious problem happening on Instagram at the moment, Jay. What's that? I would say 98% of the chicks on Instagram have uh, some sort of disease or condition where their heels are allergic to touch the, touching the ground. <laughs> Jacks can't have a photo with both heels on the ground on Instagram. Do you know, I know why this is. Why? Um, that and crossing your feet at the ankles um, provides a longer, slender shape of the body. wonder why it is. That, I mean, you are who you are. So, like, I'm quite accepting of who I am. Like, I know that the shape that I am is the shape that I am because of the decisions that I've made. And I don't want to trick anybody into thinking that I'm something that I'm not. And the same um, sweeping statement about saying chicks have uh, heels that are allergic to, uh, to the ground on Instagram. I'd like to say I highly commended for not as many hot dogs on the beach this summer on Instagram. Hot dogs on the beach? Yeah, when they lie there and they just put their knees, they look like a couple of hot dogs on the beach. Oh. And that's the only thing in the, in the photo. They look like a couple of Frankfurters. 
There's not many this summer, is there? Um, you know, I just follow inspirational quotes on sunsets and um, motorcycle pages on Instagram, so I don't follow any of those tricks, Duncan. <laughs> you should know this. Uh, and just an observation. Calm down. We're only joking. <laughs> Spates made it's just way. jokes. We're all going to die eventually. <laughs> there is no sequel to quote Ricky Chase. That's why I said it, because he just said so much offensive crap when he was hosting the Golden Globes, and you just, he goes, calm down, it's only jokes. If you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right... Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and f*** off. Okay? For the, for the Space Maid of the Week, we'll give you slightly more time on ENX if you win. Jay and Doug. Time to draw our Spates Maid of the Week. Spates Mate of the Week. Good on you, mate. 100 bucks with a Spates merch. Um, now, this one's not just directly for you. If you enter this prize, you've got to nominate a mate and let us know uh, why you think they deserve to be the Spates Mate of the Week. Alana, welcome. Hello. Yeah, it's great to have the fear of sex on here uh, because you're such, you know, you really bring a certain amount of class and sophistication to this part of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you made that noise because I know what you've texted us <laughs> oh, to God. enter. So w- what we're going to do, um, and you can let everyone else listening know the story when you uh, retell why you've nominated your best mate, Renee, all right? All righty. Okay, so we're just going to dial in now. Hopefully she answers. Thank this, you. This is well worth the wait, New Zealand. Hello? Renee, it's Jane Dunk from The Rock. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're not bad. Not bad at all, actually. Uh, we understand that you are an incredible human being, Renee, and uh, we've got a very good friend or a dear friend of yours by the name of Alana, also on the phone. Oh, yeah. And she has nominated you as the Spates Mate of the Week uh, because you went to lengths that, you know, only a special mate would go to. <laughs> For their friend. And for those people that don't know, and a lot of people don't, in fact, everyone listening doesn't except for you two and us. Alana, would you like to recount the story of this act of heroism that Renee showed? <laughs> okay, so we were walking home from a night out and um, we walked past this guy, Calvin, we were seeing, and he had been doing the dirty on me. What a, so what a dog. Thought, what a dog. <laughs> Renee thought, oh shit. There's this house, we were walking past it, and she's like, I need to take a crap. <laughs> <laughs> so she shit on his car all over the driving door and all over the handle. <laughs> um, oh. And we seen him two weeks later driving around with the shit store on his handle. <laughs> I didn't even have to ask her to do it. She just volunteered. She's like... <laughs> I need to crimp off a chimp's finger and this guy's door handle is going to absolutely cop it. Can you talk us through the logistics? I mean, I'm guessing, Renee, that you're quite a tall person. Yes, I am. It feels like you're part fly. You know how flies can... We were talking about this earlier in the week. They can just plant one at any angle and it sticks. That's great stuff. That is too great a tale to be kept behind closed doors. Congratulations, Renee and Alana. Renee and Alana, such great mates. Um, obviously, we don't condone that behaviour. Um, we absolutely applaud it. That is bloody great stuff. Well done. 
Hey, nice work, guys. We'll put you on hold. Um, I think it's probably the first time I've rewarded someone for pooing on this radio show. I'm not going to say it's going to be the last, but a hell of an entry. And the entries are now open for next week. If you'd like to nominate a mate, text mate and send it off to 3520. The Rocks, Jay and Duck. We chatted about Michael Jordan before and we decided to do a quick Google because obviously being one of the greatest sportsmen to ever play any format of sport, uh, he's got some pretty impressive stats to his name. So we're just going to read some out um, that we've collated over those last two songs. The number 23 jersey, Jay. Yes. Uh, famous across the globe. Probably the most famous sports jersey. Um, he once, only once, didn't wear the number 23 jersey. He had to wear the number 12 jersey because someone broke into his hotel room prior to the game and stole his number 23 jersey. Scored 49 points that game. That's How's that? <laughs> pretty mad. He's actually got a, Michael Jordan's got a phobia of water. And this came after a traumatic childhood event. Um, he has also uh, credited... He got, he got Dunning flushed at high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you guys. Probably employs you now. Uh, he's credited with starting the baggy basketball shorts fad because you remember before that they had yeah. like Dr. J and they used to wear the nut huggers, almost like the AFL stubbies. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm getting loose on this. Um, when he was playing for North Carolina, he, um, he went big, big, big. Uh, this one here, Jordan won six NBA championships, made 14 NBA All-Star appearances and won five NBA Most Valuable Player Awards. Hey, I, to- I told you that I got drunk and purchased a Dream Team basketball singlet uh, for 700 US dollars. Oh. Uh, and the missus was so pissed. But then I showed her all the players that were on there, like Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, um, you know, Jordan. Was it signatures? Yeah, signatures on a Dream Team jersey. Oh, that's right. Then this, this money well spent. But I still need to get it framed. So it's just sitting in a box at my house. <laughs> I need to get it framed up for like Jordan dunking or something. I don't know. Speaking of the dunk, that famous Jumpman logo, mm-hmm. uh, the royalty on that creates $60 million worth of revenue for Michael Jordan annually. Oh, that explains how he purchased an entire basketball team. 60 mil a year just because he created an icon. The only Nike um, range that doesn't have the tick on it. Yeah, no swoosh. Um, and uh, the Chicago Bulls from 1990, Jordan went eight years with the Chicago Bulls, never lost three games in a row. Incredible stats. And isn't the Charlotte Hornets, don't they have the Jumpman as the logo on their current NBA um, singlets? Because he owns them. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a boss. If you ever get a chance to watch any Chicago Bulls documentaries, watch them. He's an absolute psycho. There was, like, the tight guys in the Chicago Bulls, like Scottie Pippen, um, Dennis Rodman. Um, there's one more. Uh, slips my mind. And Jordan would get up at 3 a.m. and go to, like, an hour and a half, two hours of training at Jordan's um, full basketball court at his house and then go to the Chicago Bulls training. That's why he is a goat. you got to put in the mahi to get the treats. Jay and Dunk.